This episode is sponsored by Lahuria Studio, a range of sunless tanning products for both the at-home tanner and professional technician. If you're ready for the sunless tanning experience, use the code COLLECTIVE15 for 15% off store-wide. Welcome to the Emrose Collective, the ultimate guide to creating your dream life, business and relationships using modern personal development tools and manifestation techniques. In today's episode, I am chatting to you about how to shift anything within your reality to make it what you desire, how to make any change to yourself and how you might have been doing it wrong so far. This is something I learned recently that was just one of those things that just clicked and absolutely lit up my brain and made so much sense when I heard it. So of course I needed to share it with you guys. It has already changed so much about how I go about things that I am trying to manifest so far. I am deeply sorry if you can hear Douglas chewing on a pig's ear in the background. I'm sure you can't, but I can hear it very loudly. Um, I'm recording in the dining room today and I'll explain why in a second but he just barks otherwise he just gets excited and goes mental so I've tried to distract him with a pig's ear which I didn't actually think about how loud he is eating them so apologies if you can hear it if you can't ignore everything I've said in the last 30 seconds Thank you guys for being so understanding of me taking the week off last week. Thank you for all of your messages. I am feeling a lot better now. I was just feeling so run down, um, really sinusy and migrainey. Wasn't COVID, thank goodness. It was just me running myself down. So I am feeling a lot better now. Um, ready to give you some great content this week. And I think the way that I felt last week was meant to happen because it really led me to reevaluate my reality, my environment, and what I was kind of, how I was kind of living my days. And since I have changed that, this week has been incredible. Basically this week, if you guys didn't see my Instagram story the other day, it was actually up on my main page, which is underscore M dot Rose underscore underscore. All the good usernames were taken. (laughs) Um, But basically what I've been honoring this week is something called the law of compensation. And basically what the law of compensation is, and, and in my course, I'm going to go into this law in much more detail, but basically it is the law that allows you to call in anything that you desire into your reality, anything that's aligned to you, as long as you show up to your life as the most authentic version of yourself. Basically, the concept is that if you are showing up to your life, showing up to your life and living your purpose and living your mission and living as the most authentic version of yourself and doing exactly what that version of yourself wants to do and is feel and feels called to do, then abundance and opportunities and finances and everything that is meant for you will flow with ease. So basically the way that I'm honoring the law of compensation this week and moving forward is I am really evaluating the things that I'm doing in the time that I have in the day 
and deciding whether I'm doing something because I feel like I should do it or whether I am genuinely doing something because I feel called to do it and I want to do it and I feel like it's something that I need to do to live my purpose. It's something I'm doing in line with my purpose. So with that, I basically kind of took a look at how I was living my days and something that I have done since leaving my full-time job, um, the first thing that I kind of said to myself was, okay, well, you cannot fall into sleeping in and slacking off and you still have to hustle basically was my idea of things. And so I was still setting my alarm for six o'clock in the morning and still making sure that I dragged myself out of bed, got dressed, took the dog for a walk first thing, um, you know, sat down, stuck to my schedule for the day. And I would, I would sit down on a Sunday and I would go through my week and schedule out my week to the minute with a whole to-do list of things to do for the week. And I would end up just overwhelming myself so much. And I would find that as much as I do love getting up and going for a walk straight away, and I wasn't hating that, but I found that with this schedule I was I was creating for myself, you know, I, I've always loved organization and I've always loved schedules and itineraries. I'm that person. But I found that when I was living in my days, I felt like I was always in a rush and I felt like I was always running behind. And I felt like I always had to stick to this time that I had given myself. And no one was, no one was going to be affected if I wasn't going to, except for me. I would feel like I was letting myself down. I would feel like I wasn't achieving anything if I was running behind my schedule And, you know, I just put this overwhelming pressure on myself to continue with this hustle culture and it just wasn't getting me anywhere. You know, it wasn't, I wasn't enjoying my days. I mean, I was, that's a lie. I was enjoying my days, but I had this eerie feeling in the back of my mind and this stress when I was going to bed that I didn't achieve everything that I wanted to achieve that day. And that's because I was setting myself such high expectations that I was really setting myself up to fail. So the way that I've changed that is I've I've sat down with myself, had a little conversation with myself and really kind of scaled back as to why I love being my own boss so much, why I love setting my own schedule, why I love doing what I do. And some of the things that I value in that, I had to revisit what I actually value. And that the thing that I most strive for over huge finances and over the the dream relationship and over all of those big life goals, my biggest thing, my biggest thing that I strive for is freedom of time. And I think, you know, that's something that that comes with the money and it comes with the successful business and it comes with the relationship. The one thing that, you know, you want the money for, well, I personally want the money for is so that I can go on holidays whenever I want. And that's why I want my own business. So I can go on holidays whenever I want and I can go and call up a friend and say, hey, let's go for lunch in an hour. And it's the freedom of time that I value the most. And I was really not allowing myself to live that value. 
it was something that I really needed to revisit. And so, like I said, I sat down and I was like, okay, how am I not honoring that value of mine? How am I not honoring the freedom of time that I do have? Because I have freedom of time. I am my own boss. I can do whatever I want and I can do whatever I feel called to do. And so the way that I changed it was that I turned off my alarms. I ha- I no longer have an alarm. And instead I have cracked my blinds a little bit and I'm waking up with the sun. I'm waking up when my body is ready. Um, I'm waking up when I am ready to wake up. And that's not, it's, I'm not waking up at 11 o'clock in the morning. I'm waking up at like 7, 7.30, you know. It's that extra hour that my body is like, okay, we needed that and I feel so much better waking up because it's, it's, I've woken up to what my body wants and what I need. And, you know, sometimes like on Sunday I woke up at seven and I was like, oh, you know, I'm still a little bit tired, went back to sleep, woke up at quarter to 10. I don't remember the last time I woke up at quarter to 10. Usually if I wake up at seven, I'm like, oh, cool, I've got heaps of time to clean the house and I can get up and do some work and I'll force myself out of bed. So that's one thing that I'm doing. The other thing that I'm doing is I have not opened my Google calendar for probably three days. Um, I know when I, when my big meetings are like, I have, you know, a weekly meeting with my marketing team for Lahuria. I have a weekly meeting with VAs. I have a weekly meeting with, you know, different groups of people, you know, my, my therapy appointment, just stuff like that. And I know when those things are, and I'll keep, obviously keep those into my schedule. I can't just call them up and decide when I want to have a chat to my therapist. Um, but I have removed the, the 5 million different colors in my schedule and the, the hectic time frame that I've set myself on. And what I'm doing is I'm waking up. I am coming out of like getting out of bed after journaling, obviously, I'll come out, I'll have my glass of warm water with lemon and bicarb soda and salt. Really great, really great thing to have in the morning if you guys don't have it already. Um, I have my goalie supplements. I'll just chill out. I'll just like enjoy the morning, go and open all the blinds, like just really forcing myself to slowly start my day. And then I am sitting down and I'm writing the top five things that I want to achieve that day. So for example, today's is record and edit a podcast, create a graphic to post in regards to the topic of this podcast, answer important emails. So I've got the names of the emails that I know have come through in the last few days. So I'll answer all of those. I need to send an email out to some of my customers and I need to let my stockists know of a sale that's coming up. Sneaky hint if you guys are looking to buy some Lahuria products. (laughs) Um, So those are the top five things that I need to do today. And, you know, they're all achievable things. Like I can do those things throughout the day. And Something else that I have removed, sorry, this is the biggest intro ever, but I'm really passionate about this. And I know that you guys are going to be able to take something from this, especially for those in Melbourne who are still in lockdown and feel that they are forcing themselves to still live the day how they think they should live the day. Um, But something else that I'm doing is I, I know for a fact that I love working at like between 6 and 9 p.m. I love it. I don't know why. I just really love it. I'm not someone to sit down and watch TV of a nighttime. I would rather chill out for the morning, go for a walk when I feel like it, and 
chill out in the morning and study in the morning or something. Take a really easy morning and work until 9 p.m. That's something else I was doing was really as soon as the clock hit five, I was like, okay, I have to stop work now. And I felt like that was the reason why I felt like I wasn't getting anything done because my genius zone is from like 6 to 9 p.m. And I feel like I removed that stuff, like I removed that genius when I was working full-time because I was too tired to work at then because I started work at eight. So those are just some changes that I have been making and I have gotten so much done this week. I mean, it's only Wednesday morning and I have smashed the week. So very happy with myself. Um, but yeah, I'm really, the, the main point I'm trying to get across is stop being in, if you feel like you're in such a rush to be places all the time, like you feel like you're in a rush to get things done and you're overwhelming yourself with tasks and, and you're setting yourself this schedule, just relax. I mean, if it's something that you want to do, go for it. But if you feel like you're doing something because you should be doing it, Really try and look at what you really, truly value and see if that is something that you actually want to be doing. So, yeah, it has made a huge difference. (laughs) Um, But other than that, picnics have been happening. I've been picnicking with my friends. It's been amazing. Literally last week we went to – there's a little – like a little beach club down locally and they were doing this like barbecue and drinks and live DJ and whatever. And they said it was from 12 until seven. So we rocked up at four. They'd already run out of drinks. (laughs) The DJ had packed up, like it was packed. It was crazy, but we ended up staying anyway. And we just went to the bottle and got some of our own drinks and snacks and whatever, sat down And as soon as we sat down, it started raining. And I will tell you right now, not one of us got up to leave. Not one of us. We were like, we are sitting here in the rain and we are socializing. And there is no question about this. And it was just, it was so much fun. We just sat there. It wasn't, it wasn't like pouring rain. We weren't getting drenched, but it was uncomfortable rain. But it was so good. I just I just turned to them and I was like, you know what? I'd rather be sitting here getting wet with you guys than sitting at home. <laughs> so let's just stay here. <laughs> but, yeah, that was on Saturday. And then I spent the rest of the weekend. I did a massive purge of my house. Um, the the um, course that I'm doing at the moment is um, we're in the phase of the course where it is the kind of unlearn and release phase. And something, one of the challenges to do this week was um, a purge of something. So have a look at your reality and figure out what you need to release and clear out and let go of. I kind of took a look around me at my house and it wasn't, you know, a disaster zone, but I needed a good deep clean, a good spring clean. And once you start doing that kind of stuff, you really go ham. Um, So half of my cupboards went, half of my wardrobe went. (laughs) I rearranged the whole house. Like I redid my whole packing room, set up my packing tables, um, you know, got all of the stock that was out in boxes and put them on the shelves. Really just like got up on all the cupboards and dusted and cleaned my bathroom, almost passed out cleaning my bathroom from like breathing in the bleach. (laughs) I am not a cleaner. I'm not a domestic person whatsoever. I feel very sorry for my future husband. He's not getting a housewife. I hate cooking. I hate cleaning. I'm not very good at it. So that was, that was, yeah, 
it was great. I mean, it feels great now. My house feels amazing. My environment feels incredible. And I think that's definitely a reason why I have had such a great week is because my environment is clear and I've cleared out everything. But yeah, whilst doing it, it's not the greatest thing. Um, And that's also why I'm in the dining room at the moment because my office, first of all, I moved my office table into the packing room because it's one of those tables that you can like lengthen the legs on. So I made up my packing table and then I'm stealing my parents' desk to put in my office. Um, So one, it doesn't have a desk, but two, I moved it out into the dining room because there's just so much more natural light here and I feel like it's just a much nicer vibe to work in. So that's why I'm in the dining room. But yeah, that's me. That is the longest intro ever. I am so very sorry, but that's what happens when I take a week off. I've got lots to catch up, lots to catch up on. Also, my recommendation, I feel like I've forgotten to do these once I said that I would do them, Um, but my recommendation for the week is Made on Netflix. Shout out to Ash for recommending this one to me. It's a really great watch. I'm only three episodes in, but definitely watch it. I mean, it's kind of one that you do have to give a lot of emotion and attention to. Um, Not really an easy watch. If you're after an easy watch, I will recommend Ted Lasso again. I force all of my friends to watch it. Um, It's really good. But yeah, made on Netflix, definitely give it a go. Okay, let's get into the content. So Throughout how I describe this process, I'm going to actually use my skin as an example um, because it's something that when I mentioned it a few episodes ago, so many people have messaged me about it, asking me, you know, how I am manifesting healthy and clear skin, um, you know, how it's going and all the different kind of ways that I'm approaching it. So this framework is exactly how I've been doing it. Now, the way to change anything about yourself or your reality or both is by looking at something called the hierarchy of change. It's also called the logical levels of change, and it's a framework created by Robert Diltz. Now, basically, when we're thinking about the hierarchy of change, we want to think about like a pyramid. Think about think about like the healthy food pyramid, you know, when there's like segments up the top is like the smallest one and the biggest one and you know what I'm talking about. So with the hierarchy of change, we want to picture exactly that. Again, this is something that I'm going to go into much more detail in my course. So don't stress too much if you can't kind of visualize it just now. This is a really brief rundown of it, um, but it will be in more detail in the course. So Basically, the hierarchy of change, it is something that has shifted the way that I aim to change my reality dramatically, whether that's from changing the look of my skin or changing the success of my business or losing weight or my relationship or just things that are within your reality that you are looking to either manifest something new into into your reality or change or better something about your reality or yourself. So basically this hierarchy is composed of six levels. So we're looking at the triangle and it's split into six different segments. At the top, we have spirit. Next level, we have identity. The next level, we have our values and beliefs. The next level is capabilities. The next level is behaviors and the bottom level is your environment and your reality. Now, 
the t- bottom two levels that we're looking at, so the behaviors and environment, are those two levels sit in your conscious awareness. So anything above that is kind of looking at your subconscious and your your behaviors and your environment, they're at your conscious level, your conscious awareness. So when we're thinking about the environment, obviously that is what is physically surrounding you and what is physically in your reality. And your behaviors are your habits, the actions that you take, the way that you behave. When we are looking at capabilities, we're thinking about the skills that you have. So what you're capable of, skills that you have, your level of knowledge around something and what you know about the thing that you are applying to this hierarchy. Don't worry, I'll give you an example really shortly. I'm just kind of going through what each of these levels mean. Above capabilities, we then have our values and beliefs. So we know what those are. That's basically what is important to you, what you believe to be true, um, the things that you believe in. My God, I don't know if you guys heard that, but a giant truck just came past and it sounded like it was driving into my house. Um, so yes, values and beliefs are what you believe to be true, what's important to you, um, you know, the things that you truly value. Your identity is your I am. So it's who you are on the I am level, your chosen personality. So, you know, whatever you see yourself as, whatever you believe is your identity, that's your identity, your chosen personality. What's cool about your identity to keep in mind moving forward into this conversation is that you can change your identity to whatever you want it to be. So this is really important to note when we're thinking about this hierarchy is that your identity is not set. You can change your identity. It's about understanding who you want to be when you're looking at what you want to change. It's understanding who that person is in that scenario where that thing has changed And it's looking at how you show up as that person and embody that person moving forward. That's your identity. And then finally on top is spirit, which is the the big cosmic part of you. It is your highest purpose, your highest self, and it reflects your mission and your purpose in life. So when we are looking at the hierarchy of change, we as humans generally look at wanting to change something and we think to change that thing, it's a trickle up the pyramid. So we look at changing our environment. We look at then changing our actions. We then look at changing our capabilities and changing our values and we see it as a trickle up. So for example, let's think about my skin. All of the years that I have had problematic skin, I have said exactly that. I have problematic skin. And what I have done about that is I have looked at changing my environment and my behaviors. So maybe I looked at dealing with stress a little bit better, removing myself from environments that cause stress, making that being a contribution to my skin breaking out. I've changed my behaviors. So drank green smoothies and I have limited my sugar intake. And with the behaviors comes the actions as well. So I have used skincare and I have applied face masks and all of those things because I want to change my skin. I have instantly looked at changing my environment, 
changing my behaviors and taking action, right? All in the conscious level. All the while, whilst I was doing that, I still was saying to myself, I have problematic skin. Once I stick to this skincare routine for six weeks, I will have great skin. Once I have great skin, I'll be happy, right? So I was instantly looking at changing the conscious levels first, which is exactly how people think that they need to change something in their reality. If there is something that they want to change or something that they want to manifest, the first thing majority of people in the world are going to do, they're going to think, okay, what do I need to do to make this happen? We think it is a trickle up the pyramid in the way that we change something. When in reality, the actual hierarchy needs to go the other way. So when we want to change something or create something in our reality, we actually first need to look at your spirit, your identity, and your values. Looking at those things first and making changes to those things first is what is going to make the biggest, long-term, most significant change to whatever you are aiming to change. Now, identity is the one you can really focus on to make the change that you're wanting to make. Spirit is obviously, if you're looking at yourself, you're looking at your higher purpose, you are looking at your higher self. Obviously, you need to keep that in mind, but your identity is something that you can actually really, really work on changing within your subconscious to make this change. So making the change to your identity is actually then going to trickle down and eventually change your environment and change your reality and make that thing something a part of your reality and your environment. Now, I'm going to go through a couple of examples with you because I understand this concept might be a little bit harder to grasp over podcast than it will be when I go through it in the course with you guys. Um, But before I get into some examples, I just wanted to give the sponsor of today's episode, the wonderful, beautiful, amazing person that she is, a little plug. (laughs) If you're new to the podcast, my business is the sponsor of this podcast. (laughs) No, but seriously, I just wanted to thank you guys so much. I have seen so many of you using the collective code. So I know the purchases that are coming from the beautiful listeners of this podcast. And I just can't thank you guys enough because not only do you listen and support the podcast, you support Lahuria Studio as well. And I'm just would not, I just wouldn't be where I am without any of you guys. And I appreciate every single one of you. Just know that whenever I see your name come through, I just send you so much love. But if you guys haven't checked out Lahuria Studio already, it is a range of sunless tanning products for both at-home tanners and spray tan technicians. So we've got professional solutions, we've got at-home foams, We've got beautiful hyaluronic acid self-tanning drops, which everyone has been obsessed with. They have gone wild (laughs) and all of the ingredients are just skin loving and hydrating and beautiful. I am so proud of the products that I have created. I just am so obsessed with them and I am so happy that so many people are as well. So if you are interested in giving the products a go, Please use the code COLLECTIVE15 at the website and just know that when your order comes through, I will not only be doing a happy dance, but I will be sending you 
all the happy, loving, grateful vibes in the whole world. Okay, so examples of the hierarchy, just so we can kind of wrap our heads around it a little bit more. I'll give you an example of something like a change. I'll give you then an example of how most people approach it and probably how you approach it um, if you aren't familiar with the hierarchy because it's exactly how I approached it until a few months ago. Um, and then we're going to switch it around to how to actually approach it. So the example is, let's say that you would like to grow your business to be a six figure business. You desire to be a six figure business owner. Now, most people, when they think, okay, I'm going to build my business to be a six figure business. Most people are going to start looking at the business, the reality and the behaviors and the actions that they take and change those. So for example, I want to build my business to be six figures. So I need to level up my website. I need to run some Facebook ads. I need to do a rebrand. Maybe it's about changing your schedule to work more, work harder, um, you know, cutting out Netflix time. And whilst you're doing all of those things, the thoughts in your mind are once I do these things, once I do the Facebook ads, once I cut out Netflix time, once I spend more time on my business, I will be a six-figure business owner. I will have a six-figure business. And usually it stops there. It stops at the conscious level. You've implemented change to the conscious level, but nothing else has been visited subconsciously. So the business is unlikely to become a six-figure business because only the conscious beliefs were explored and your conscious mind only makes up 5% of what goes on. (laughs) Your subconscious is responsible for 95% of your life, of your reality, of the way that you create your life. So if you're not visiting the subconscious at all, it's probably very unlikely that your business will become a six-figure business or you're going to stick to working on the business because you'll get into this rhythm, you'll you'll start working really, really hard and you'll see no changes and you won't be sticking to it. So instead of just visiting the conscious changes, you really need to do it the other way. So I desire for my business to be a six-figure business. I desire to be a six-figure business owner. Let's look at spirit. We want to visit how having a six-figure business contributes to your life mission. So for example, it could be saying something like having a six-figure business means that my product or my service is reaching X amount of people. It means that a six-figure business is reaching so many people. And my life mission is to inspire people. It's to make people excited to tan. It is, these are like a crossover of my two businesses. <laughs> it's it's to change the industry, right? And having a six-figure business means that my brand and my my business is reaching that many people that I am inspiring and I am changing and I am doing all of the things that is a part of my life mission, right? So that's how we look at how it contributes to spirit. Identity. Now, 
we're saying to ourselves, I want to be a six-figure business owner. I want to have a six-figure business. And what we need to change is our identity. Because when we say we want to have a six-figure business and we want to be a six-figure business owner, it's saying that we're not that. We're not that. We want to be it, but we're not that currently. So we're going to change our identity. I am an abundant business owner. I am a successful entrepreneur. Really embody the feeling of being a six-figure business owner. If it doesn't feel right to you, to lots of people, lots of coaches say, you know, when changing your identity you and you want to be a six-figure business owner, changing your identity would be saying, I am a six-figure business owner, right? But to me, that doesn't feel like my my brain kicks in and says, but you're not, right? You're not a six-figure business owner, so you can't say that. So instead, change your wording to, I am an abundant business owner. I am a successful business owner. Use words that you are going to believe in and change your identity to having that worthiness of being the six-figure business owner. You are abundant you do have a successful business, right? That is your identity. And that leads into your values and beliefs. So you can say all of those things, but if you don't believe in them, then you're really wasting your time. So you want to change your values and beliefs. I believe that I am worthy of having a six-figure business. I believe in my product. My product is incredible. My product is going to reach enough people to be a six, seven, eight figure business. My product is worthy of selling enough to make me six figures. I am good at what I do. My service is great. I am the best at lash extensions. (laughs) Really make sure that you are aligning your values and beliefs to the thing that you are trying to change and values as well. So for example, having a six-figure business is going to give me freedom of time, right? It's going to give me freedom of money and those are my values. Capabilities. So change the skill set that you need to achieve a six-figure business. Maybe you need to learn a new skill in Facebook ads. Maybe you need to learn how to edit TikTok videos. Maybe you need to learn a, maybe you need to do a refresher course in the service that you provide. I have researched the market. I am good at the service I provide. I am implementing new skills into my business. Really figure out what capabilities you have and capabilities that you need to change to achieve the six-figure business. And then after we've looked at all of those things subconsciously, then we go into the actions that we need to take and make the changes to our environment and the reality that we need to make. Then we go into doing the Facebook ads and the rebrand and the outflow and changing your schedule and changing everything around you, right? That's when we go into the conscious level. So my little bit of homework for you today is to think of something you are looking to manifest or change about your reality and identify whether you have actually been using the hierarchy or not. And if you haven't, do it. What you're going to do is think of something that you are wanting to change about your reality. Are you wanting to lose weight? Are you wanting to manifest clear skin? Are you wanting to make more money in your business? 
Are you wanting to, I don't know, manifest a new couch? I don't know. Anything that you want to change about your reality, add, remove, change, anything about your reality, write down spirit, identity, values and beliefs, capabilities, and fill out what you need to do in all of those aspects to make that change. And do all of those things before you look at what you need to do consciously. If you have any questions about the hierarchy, if you need any help with kind of trying to identify what you need to do for each level in what you are wanting to change, because it really is a case-by-case thing, right? There are so many things about adding, shifting, creating your reality, big or small, that you, everything, everything can be this can be applied to. So if you need help with it, please message me. You know, I'm more than happy to help. But if you loved this episode, I would absolutely love if you could share it with a friend who you think would love it too, as well as leave me a review on Apple Podcasts. Make sure you are following Apple Podcasts and Spotify and come and join the beautiful community in the closed Facebook group, The M Rose Collective, as well as on Instagram at mrose.collective and at underscore m.rose underscore underscore. I will talk to you next week. <laughs>